you can't fix. If you can't fix what's broken, you'll, uh, you'll go instead. It's Jay and Adam. It's Previewed. It's Previewed's Fix It with Adam and Jay. Hey, peaches! Welcome to Fix It, where friends don't let friends fix pop culture alone. I'm Adam. And I'm Jay. And you're... Our listeners. Hey there, our listeners. Hey there, listeners. Let us know what what initiative number did you guys get? Let us know in the comments <laughs> so we can go through this. So we can go through this roll call by initiative order. Welcome to Fix It. Uh, I'm Jay. That's the the ever lovely Adam. Aww. The 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 uh, level four charm spell of a man, Adam Lash. <laughs> Is that how charm works? I've never played a bar, Jay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, and this is our podcast, Fix It. You may know the two of us uh, from our absolute critical success, the Nat 20 of a YouTube reaction channel previewed. I yeah. really like that. Yeah, I themed I, it. I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. You may know us from there, or you may know us uh, from, you know, just being around. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, but this here at Fix It, uh, we take uh, every week we take a piece of pop culture that maybe missed the mark, maybe didn't quite get there, maybe just didn't get just enough to that Constitution saving roll, and we fix it. And today here uh, on this episode, we are fixing uh, from the year 2000. From the year 2000. <laughs> from the year 2000. Yeah, that was good. I'm sure that qu- I'm sure that I backed away from the mic. I, I feel like <laughs> yeah, I was trying to match you that I leaned into the mic. Yeah. Eh, probably this is a big fail from across the board. I think Brian. Good job, Brian. Good way job, to, way Brian. to equalize he that really audio, buddy. Auto tune yeah, that yeah, made it yeah. so good. Um, uh, <laughs> we're fixing Dungeons and Dragons, the movie that truly rolled a nat one. It really, you know, and it and it, here's the thing: it rolled a nat one, and it it had a proficiency modifier that it really could have cleared that check pretty easily. It, it, and it wowzers, could have. it really could, it have. really could have. And wowzers, Bowsers, did they critically fail? It on was this a one. DC of I believe two, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it rolled a nat one. Yeah, it was just yeah, yep. It had advantage. <laughs> it TPK'd itself. <laughs> <laughs> We've we've never seen the likes, Jay. And, and unfortunately, we did actually see it this th- week. There are a lot of I feel like there are a lot of people who are maybe movie fans or or uh, or uh, just maybe comic book and uh, sci-fi nerds who listen to this show Quite possibly, who are yes. not D and D people and have no idea what we're talking Guys, about. Sorry, this whole episode is going to be laced with this stuff. Yeah, we really do love <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> really and RPGs. Do. We're, we're, we're big into them, uh, but before uh, we hop into uh, uh, just straight dunking on <laughs> Dungeons... We're going to dunk well, on this movie. Straight, before we start playfully dunking on uh, Dungeons & Dragons, uh, Adam, how you doing? Jay, I'm doing... I'm doing okay. This was, a, this was last week was pretty good. Uh, you know, we finished Willow, which was... Was pretty good. Willow was the little show that was really trying. It, it tried... Got got a lot of things right, but not all the things that it got right were in the right order. It didn't prop it. It didn't sell 
all the cool things it was doing properly. I that's the Does thing. That, make sense? that was the thing. Yes, the th- when I people have been at, like showing up to stream and stuff and like want to talk about Willow and I'm like, I just I cannot put my, really put my finger on what didn't work about Willow, mm-hmm. but there is something there. There's something that lacking. just didn't kind of push it over over the finish line for me because everything on on paper it has it checks all the boxes it's it got had the right sense everything. of humor it yes. had a lot of the right shots it had a lot of the practical effects that we were looking for mm-hmm. it had this it has willow's heart in there mm-hmm. like and i and and, it, and people are like oh well maybe you just didn't really like i'm like no i was excited to see warwick davis show back yeah. up again. like i i like these characters and there just was something there that just didn't I just didn't find it. When we got to that finale, I just, when we beat, you know, we defeated the bad guy, I wasn't, I wasn't as woohoo as I thought I was going to be. I think that is, that was the problem of the show. It didn't craft its, you know, low moments with the characters, building them back, back up to be the, here we go. We're and the music swells and Allura's like, I'm all red haired now. And I'm going to kick some miles. Like, but like it, she did. She did that thing. Yes. Kit got the doom armor and did that thing. A thousand percent. But in presenting them achieving their super Saiyan status, it did not present it in a way where it was, you're just like, let's go. Like he was just like, <laughs> oh, this is happening. This is cool. Yeah. I, I was like, I'm having fun, but I'm I don't... having fun, but I am not on this ride emotionally. Because yeah. you didn't tie my emotions to this. Things just happened here. Yeah. And it didn't fully explain all the stuff happening. Uh-huh. I think same story, crafted with a slightly better hand towards the selling those bigger moments. Yeah. Probably the show is, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's editing. Honestly, it's editing and maybe a, a day's worth of reshoots would probably fix the whole thing. Yeah, To I be honest. So. It's not because it's not far off. It's only a couple of degrees off. So I don't know. I don't. Have, I have no idea. Yeah, it's it, yeah. It's it, it flummoxes me because you're like, how'd you like Willow? I'm like, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Fun. So we finished Willow. That's good. Get that off the board. We're and rock, we also walking through Wednesday. We got Wednesday on the like thoroughly on the board. We got two more left. And the peaches are very happy about that. And you know what? Turns out they were very right. The show's the amazing. The show's really good. It's really good. It's not. It's you know what it is. It, Wednesday is the is the polar opposite of of Willow. I can't really tell you what the what the secret ingredient of Wednesday is, but it's 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 like one of those things where it's like there's so many there are so many potholes that this show could have landed in. Yes, but it is just running that fence right down the middle. It nothing's ever too much. Nothing's ever too dramatic. Nothing's ever too no. silly. It's just, it's, it's like, it is a Goldilocks show. It's just right. It's like somebody running the first course of American Ninja Warrior mm-hmm. full tilt. And just, just nailing cr- it. Crushing it. No trips, <laughs> no slips, just everything on the first try. And making it look easy. Lot, and ma- yes, and making it look, just flying and you don't, down the course. The and you're point, like, how are they? And it's the first one what? out the gate, and you're like, oh, well, maybe everyone's going to nail it. And then and then everyone comes afterwards and just, <laughs> just like, eats crap. Clonk. And it's like, oh, they oh, were they, just, ooh, oh, ooh. they were just really good at, okay. Yeah, yeah I think the guy just broke his leg. <sighs> ah. 
So that's good. We got a couple more episodes left. Uh, but the, really, really, Jay, this week has been dominated by us trying to set up our infrastructure behind the scenes stuff. We got because we got Grace on board. Grace came in through the city. Our editor, Grace, we had breakfast with her. It was fantastic. Love you, Grace. I, uh, our, our 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 DM, David, for our um, for bonus action for bonus action our D and D content that is coming soon. Well, well, well I don't. It's, guys, I have I have some unfortunate news. We can't. Our D and D show is probably never going to happen. This is news to me. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, Jay. We, <laughs> cool, man. We're never. We're, I don't think we're ever going to release a D and D show. Okay, but bonus action: the tabletop role playing game is coming, <laughs> okay. coming to Yo Domes real soonish, soonish, soonish. Because David texted us at the beginning of the week, and I was like, "Hey guys, um, this is happening." And it was like, hey, here's a link to a news report and a TikTok of like, hey, by the way, the people that own the people that own Dungeons and Dragons are apparently pretty evil and they would like all of everyone's monies, please. Yep. And the community has been like, uh, no. For those of you who are not uh, uh, totally up on everything, uh, Wizards of the Coast is uh, something leaked uh, from uh, an internal email about a, an update to their open game license. And basically they, they are D and D has existed at least in five E uh, has existed in an open game license situation where uh, they are pr- very welcoming to outside creators mm-hmm. and content creators and uh, of all sorts of ilk. And if the, you want to add to the game in a way, there are routes to do so. Um, and it seems like this OGL is going to make a lot of that extraordinarily difficult. Apparently, like back in the past, you could just make stuff off of D and D. You could just use stuff from D and D and make stuff and have fun. Like you know, like at least party. in Five E, Four was there. Did they have a different o- OGL and stuff? There's been a lot of yeah. There's been a lot. This is not. This is not necessarily new to oh, a degree. Interesting. Okay, uh, we're oversimplifying a lot of this. Yes, because I this is this is all new to me as of this week. I've been watching a, my feed's just been full of videos of like D and D is dying, and oh my god, can you believe what Hasbro is doing? But apparently, if going forward, Hasbro, the people that own uh, Wizards of the Coast, apparently saw that D and D was under monetized, and like we need to make more money from this IP that we own. Well, I mean, it has exploded in the past five years. Well, yeah, and rightfully so because of Critical Role, yeah, and D twenty, and yep. a bunch of and the and the infrastructure that was already there all over decades of people pouring their love and passion into this thing yep that like D D was set to explode into pop culture yeah and now that it is and the people who own the property aren't getting enough money out of it they're like uh hey allegedly i would like allegedly i would like more money please money please and so they're going about uh, legal ways to get money from the people who put their hard uh, sweat and tears into this thing to uh, make a living off of it. And they're like, well, you can't anymore because this money's mine. So uh, it's been crazy <laughs> watching this thing that like just got here almost implode. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's really it's as content creators who are trying to like who are making uh, efforts to break into that space. Uh, it, it was a little bit of <laughs> it was dude. It was like the day after we were like, okay, cool. We have a we have a game plan. Yes, Dave was going to do the stuff. Great. Yeah, we're we, going to get this set up. Like we, we know we're gonna, what we're doing. We're going to have a good amount of content for them in the next six months here, and let's party. The next day was like, um, you guys, um, <laughs> hey, this might not be such a good idea. <laughs> yeah. So the community itself, as it stands right now, as we're recording this on Friday afternoon, as it stands right now, um, from what I've seen from videos on YouTube of people who are way more pl- plugged into the stuff than I am, yeah, um, Wizards of the Coast have like allegedly like come out with a different statement saying like, okay, we're maybe not going to do this new legal uh, framework for using our stuff yet. But, like, we still have plans to do stuff later because we're listening to the community. Because the community's like, hey, a lot of people on Twitter just like uh, ending their accounts at D&D Beyond. Yeah. And just like, and been post- the only, and posting it on Twitter. The bottom line is the only thing, like, from a money perspective, is the only thing that the, like, if this is all money decision, then, like, that's what's going to have to, like, yeah. yeah. The amount of TikTok creators have been like, hey, just cancel your D&D Beyond subscription. And I was like, oh, all right. Cool. I guess I will. I can do that. Yeah. That's easy. Boop. Done. Uh, other uh, tabletop gaming systems have been like, okay, we'll just, we'll make our own OGL. And so you guys can just use, you know, yeah. I, I didn't even know there were other systems out there for, but apparently oh, yeah. there's a ton of them and there yeah. are people are going to like to step into the breach of like, well, if this, if D and D is going down, well, you can use ours. That's yeah. fine. Don't, don't worry about that. Well, but also bonus action might be monster of the week. It might be blades in the dark. It might hell. It might be shadow run. Who's to say? We don't know. It might be, end up being D and D. If everything gets cleaned up with all of this, it might be pathfinder. It might be a brand new thing. David works on. Yeah, it might be just, it. you know, it might just be a bunch of coin flips, a sequence of coin <laughs> a flips. Coin, sequence of coin yeah. Flips. You get all the good coins and then, you know, you know, you know, yeah, it's yeah, a coin man. collecting game. Yeah. I'm with, yeah, I'm into it. It might be Pokemon. Who's to say? I am. I'm no. It's not, it, it will not be Pokemon. Come on, coward. So, so just the general making content and making a living off of D and D is in flux right now. But here's the other really weird thing that we find ourselves in. Um, hey, there's a show basically based on this coming out next week that we're or this week that when you're listening to this in Vox Machina, which we're, we are very excited about. Oh yeah. And there's a movie coming out called Dungeons and Dragons, the, what, Honor Among Thieves, that comes yeah. out in March. So basically two weeks, two months. And it looks awesome. Months, and it looks awesome. Also, we just found out today, Paramount Plus just bought a Dungeons and Dragons TV show. Heck yeah, man. So they're making actual TV shows and movies I'm off trying- of this property. Mentally, I'm trying to separate the in, like I'm trying to separate the product from the from the company. Sure. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, I do know what you're saying. But, but if the people who own the IP were really interested in turning a large profit off of that IP, trying to screw over the hardcore fan base that is going would go to see your movie because you called it. Dungeons and Dragons, because you didn't have to. It could have been named anything else, and just use yeah. you know, and just like oh, these it's a bard, it's a barbarian. Like oh yes, we know these things. 
Yeah. Oh, this is fun. It's kind of like a RPG or like a tabletop RPG. Oh, cool. Well, it's kind of like Dungeons and Dragons. Neat. No, no, you're calling it Dungeons and Dragons specifically to get the people who play Dungeons and Dragons to go yeah. to the movie theater to watch this movie. Yeah. And, and you we're got gonna. and you got an all star cast. Two months before this movie comes out. Yeah. A lot of people are saying we need to boycott this movie, but I, I don't know if I can. You're right. to be honest. I know, but... but I don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's just from, a, from an industry standpoint, when you have a large, a big movie coming out on top of, you know, from a third-party group of, in critical role... Basically, the reason why Dungeons and Dragons could get a movie you to begin with. You could say there's a with, lot of different reasons, but Critical Role, is, I mean, they're they're the reason. They are the reason. They're the reason. They were the Pathfinders. Yes. They scouted ahead. They made this thing. Everyone else And they started surfing. in Pathfinder, which is interesting. That's yeah. <laughs> why I said it, Jay. I know. It's fun. Okay. I know. But, everyone's but again, we have to remember that not everyone listening to this yes, I, did, really right. knows what not we're every, talking yes, about. So yes, I'm trying to keep it, I'm trying to keep this dumb, <laughs> but also just, just... This is a nerd show. Pepper in a couple but of... But we can't alienate everyone. I've been doing a lot of research this week, Jay, and the things I'm saying reflect all the research I've been doing. Oh, really? Did you write a lot of words? I wrote... No, I tried not to write a lot of words. <clears throat> but like a lot of... All, all the... D20, all the other stuff has been surfing in Critical, critical Role's wake. So the reason why there's a show coming in Paramount Plus, maybe, and the reason why the movie was made... Is now possibly getting screwed over, and then they will like, okay, well, we're not going to use D and D anymore. We're going to use something else, and then that something else will get propped up, yeah. and D and D will get, you know, will wither on the vine. Yeah. It. So it's just from just in how entertainment the in- entertainment industry works. Just it's interesting to see these people allegedly make these moves that would really ruin their chances for the one thing they really want by not understanding what their fan base actually wants. Yeah. And it's all ha- it's all happened this week, mm-hmm. and it's only speeding up. It's this is it's insane, and somehow we're doing an episode about Dungeons and Dragons, the movie from twenty two years ago, just as this is happening. Yeah, this is the first time we've really like usually we just kind of like oh what movie's coming out? We'll try to you know coordinate what movie we talk about to the movie coming out soon. But now we got a third heat coming in of like no actual nerd news that's burning across the internet. Right in time with what we're talking about on the on the episode, it's been a, this has been an insane week of just you know watching this stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's been crazy, fascinating. I've been fascinated by it. It should be interesting. I mean, it'll we'll see how the cards land. You know what I mean? It's at this point, it feels like a dice roll. <laughs> you it know, does feel like a dice roll. It's just kind of like okay, I, it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be interesting. If the community comes back, because I think I feel, at this point, to be honest, I feel like the damage is done. I don't know, man. I to walk this back and to be like, oh, we promise we'll never do this again. I don't know, man. I yeah. it feels like the community might be a little too savvy about that and be like, well, how can we how can we ever trust you? If Cobalt Press comes out with their own game, I'm gonna play that one. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. The, man, the amount of stuff they come out with is nuts. But anyways. So you're okay? Yeah, I'm doing all right. All right, cool. I got a comically large uh, water bottle, so I'm doing good too. <laughs> Is that new, dude? I got the big. I got. I got the most basic white girl uh, Stanley large water bottle. It fits an entire liter, and it's huge, and I love it. I didn't know that was uh, in the white girl starter pack, Jay. Oh, it's like the. It's like the. It's like the meme right now. Everyone's getting this bottle. Oh, really? And it was like one of those things where I saw a bunch of TikToks, like people like dunking on people for getting this bottle, and I was like, I want that bottle. <laughs> so I got one. Okay. Yeah, and I regret nothing. 
And you put stickers on it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I got. I got. I even got. Uh, I got uh, a little D twenty Cthulhu, and I got a little uh, sorcerer because I am a sorcerer. Yes, you are. Yeah. People are like you're a bard, Jay. I'm like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, he I'm is a, not. No, I'm a, I'm a charisma spellcaster. He, yes, that but is. It's, but it's the, the but the gift is inside me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and you're a wizard. I, I, because you cast all the spells, but you worked hard to I get did. I had to learn and read so many things, Jay. <laughs> you're just walking in here like, I can just do it. I don't know how it happens. I, 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 I guess I'm just special. Meta magic. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got to learn. <laughs> Fireball. <laughs> I don't know how I do it. I just do it. It took me six months. <laughs> <laughs> For my first flame bolt, yeah, you ass, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I I, sne- I I sneezed out a shocking grasp. I just. <laughs> 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 uh, all right, so Dungeons and Dragons, Dungeons the movie, and Dragons, the two thousands film, and this is the first time I've ever seen it. Oh, I, this is the first time I've ever seen it either, as well, because I had heard I have heard it was not worth the time. <laughs> you know, honestly, I was surprised that they even attempted to make a Dungeons and Dragons movie 22 years ago. Yes, because it, it did, like just looking back, just in general, at that point I was 21, and I was like, why would and D and D was not big at the turn of the millennium. In no way. So like, why would you make a movie labeled Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't make any sense. I know it was really what it came down to. Was that like, and it, and it goes into my fix is that I, I just like fundamentally don't understand. I don't understand how this movie got made. I don't understand. There's so much about this movie that absolutely flummoxes me. Oh, yeah. From a design perspective, from a brand perspective, I just don't know. This movie feels like to me that, like, at one point in like the 80s. Like they spent money to buy the rights for a quote unquote D and D movie, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the rights were about to lapse, and they're like, "We might as we have the rights. We might, like we have to make a movie. Or we we got to make movie yeah. or lose the rights." That's what this feels like to me. That that makes sense. Like it's the kind of this, this movie feels like a we're gonna write this off in some in some way kind of thing because the the lack of care that went into this film that makes sense just it feels to me like and like we're gonna get jeremy irons just so they don't suspect that we're just that we're making <laughs> that we're just throwing this movie away yeah but <laughs> this feels like this movie to me feels like something that like they would like the producers you know like uh, the the musical yes. <laughs> like, they're like yes. oh we're gonna make a D movie and everyone's gonna hate it <laughs> but, but we'll make so much money but we'll get to claim the loss mm-hmm. and move and it'll it, it's gonna save our tax here mm-hmm. and won't that be nice <laughs> before we get too much further into how about we do the, the plot drop this week? Yes, indeed. And, okay, can you, so I, since I rambled on about all the stuff going on with actual D&D right now in the par- present, Jay, why don't you give us, uh, as quickly as possible, the plot of Dungeons & Dragons from 2000. Uh, Dungeons & Dragons, as quickly as possible. Uh, there is a, uh, a, an empress who is trying to bridge uh, the gap between common man and the mages in her uh, mythical city. And she has a scepter that can control 
uh, golden dragons. And there's an evil wizard who's trying to get a scepter to control the red dragons to fight her. And uh, two thieves find themselves in the wrong place at the wrong time and set off on an adventure to help uh, a, a mage apprentice find the red rod. They find it. Uh, it gets stolen and delivered to the magic, the ba bad magic guy. The dragons fight, and then the good guys win. Ta-da! Yep, nailed it. That's it. That's pretty much what it happens, and that's actually better than what actually happens in the movie. It's pretty succinct. Yeah, the movie is over ninety minutes, and it feels like forever. It feels like it feels so long because it's. Not well-paced, and it's very bad. Yeah. When we were doing, uh, we did another watch-along on the Discord. If you haven't joined the preview Discord, definitely give that give that a join up. It's the best community on the internet. Lots of fun people. And every week, uh, for Fix It, we do a watch-along uh, of whatever movie we're covering. Uh, and actually, more people showed up to this. Considering this is streaming, like, no place. Oh, you had to rent it from Amazon, right? Yeah, I yeah. rented it from Amazon. Other people, you know, took to the high seas. Yar! They kept talking about pirates, and for legal reasons, I don't understand why. I don't know, but uh, we have a lot of very nautical peaches <laughs> in the uh, in the Discord. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> so a lot of people showed up. Uh, but, like, the whole time I was just, like, I did a time check by, like, at the time where they show up to the elf domain, the elves. Oh, that's and right. And they're healing yeah. him. I was, like... How long has it been? It's only been like 55 minutes. No way, man. No way. It felt like I've been watching this movie forever. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's... Oh, boy. Yeah. Before I think before before we get too far into the actual... Because I, I want to get in the weeds about the decisions. <laughs> made. I do. I want to I want I want to... I want to get up in there and because get messy. This this thing I have so many questions about the decisions that people are making. Uh, Brian, I need as much information as you can humanly find about this movie. Yeah, I'm actually fascinated to know all these all these beautiful <laughs> bean fun fact footage. Thank you, gentlemen. Today we are trying to fix two thousands. Dungeons and Dragons, directed by Courtney Solomon and starring Justin Whalen, Marlon Wayans, Thora Birch, and Jeremy Irons. This movie had a budget of $45 million and only made $33.8 million. So this one has a wild history. The director, Courtney Solomon, really loved Dungeons & Dragons. So in 1990, he contacted staff from the D&D's original publisher, TSR, and convinced them to allow him to make a movie. He raised all the money by traveling the world. His girlfriend broke up with him because he was so focused on it. And then they sold it to Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast did not want to turn it into a movie. They wanted to do a direct-to-video type of thing, but because the availability of Prague as a filming location and the cost of special effects going down, they agreed to it. Joel Silver was already on as an executive producer. So that's essentially how the movie began. Screenplay-wise, Courtney Solomon started it in 1991, but it was finalized in 1997. The setting was made generic because they were afraid that since campaign settings were heavily dependent on player interpretation, audiences would get confused. And if you care, this movie has a 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. Anyway, back to you, gentlemen. Wow. Brian went to the, the depths of a dungeon. Yeah, and he clearly sure fought a, a mini-boss. 
I've been trying to get Brian to play D and D for the longest. Brian time. would be great at D and D. I think he would be good at D and D. He just doesn't really have any interest in it. Well, Brian, why don't you want to play D and D? It seems cool, but honestly, I really don't have a good answer for that. I feel like I missed the boat multiple times. I never played it as a kid, and I didn't get into it during lockdown. Ignorance is a part of it, too, because I'm not really 100% sure how you play or how it works. And plus, so much of my time is taken up with other things, I don't even know where I would fit it in or when I would learn, but that's on me. Mm, okay, I guess I can kind of see yeah. that. But maybe, maybe I don't, let's make some that's... time. Let's make some yeah, time. Yeah, let's make some time. That'd be good. That'd be good. Okay, Jay, this this movie full of very awkward and weird decisions and also people who truly did not act, care about a, the movie they were making. No. And this is not now. And I'm not blaming. I'm not blaming anyone on screen. No. Everyone. Every, all the actors. Look, a job's a job. Absolutely. And they were doing their best. Jeremy Irons gnawed through every oh, pe- he, piece of furniture that he, was on the set. Any any piece of scenery was ground up and just snorted by that man, <laughs> just, just 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 getting in there. He just yeah he absolutely demolished that. It's because the movie starts on him. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it starts on a vo. Yeah. Over clouds. They're like, this can't be a tax write off. We have Jeremy Irons here. <laughs> That's how I feel. But sometimes when uh, when you're like, why is J- Dame Judy Dench here? Why is she here? And they're like, oh, well, this is just a legitimizes a movie that we're gonna we're uh, gonna cash in as a loss. <laughs> man, this, is, this is all business. This is, yeah. this is, this is the business. Mm-hmm. From the from the the fact that the movie starts with a minute long vo over clouds with just just nothing visual. It's it's it, literally clouds and smoke. It's yeah. literally clouds and smoke yeah. of someone talking about something, uh-huh. and then you see Jeremy Irons. And it cuts into a CGI city with Jeremy Irons with a CGI dragon. It this movie it's, was shot with I think a fundamental misunderstanding of how much CGI cost. I feel like they shot this movie and being like, "Cool, you're gonna be here. We're gonna put the dragon here, and it's gonna look awesome." And like, ah, cool. Like that's all we need. Like as long as the dragon looks cool, like this scene's gonna be awesome. Yeah. And then they like kind of blew through their budget a little bit, and they finally got to post, and they were like doing all the CGI, and they went, "Wait, how much does it cost to get a good looking dragon like in Dragonheart?" Oh no! <laughs> and we need how many dragons at the at the climax of this movie? <laughs> like I feel like they got oh. to the CGI people and were like looking through their wallet, and went. Oh, <laughs> oh! We said too much on craft services. I think I. Well, that also, the, I think the fact that they show they, this movie starts in a dungeon with a dragon, yes, is a fundamental misunderstanding of what Dungeons and Dragons is. Yeah, I thought I. I at least found it. I. I think I kind of found it kind of charming. If it if this movie was self aware at all, there would be someone in the scene being like, "Oh, how did you get that dragon in the dungeon? Weird." You know what I mean? There would be a comment on it. I guess. But they. But that's yeah. But you're correct. Them just like not even acknowledging how ridiculous that was. Like because like, it was bad. Because that's the screenwriter being like, "Well, it's Dungeons and Dragons, so, so we must have seen one, a dragon in a dungeon, in a dungeon." Wow, that's brilliant. How else do you, how else do you start this movie? It. I did it. <laughs> uh, pause for Jeremy Irons to snoot up the rest of the set <laughs> and just inhale all of it. Yum, yum, yum. Eat them up. Drink it up with milk. Yum, yum. And then after that, we meet our two leads who are 
people who don't have a lot of stuff in their life. Who don't have any characteristics other than that they are charming thieves, I guess. I guess. Who want stuff. Here's the thing. I don't even know what class they are, Jay. Yeah. Which is, again, another fundamental misunderstanding of what D&D is supposed to be. Yeah. And even, I was watching well, the whole movie. Well, they're supposed to be thieves, so I guess we're, assume, we're to assume that they are rogues. I don't know. But also, you have to remember this movie came out when 3rd Edition was out. So, like, Rogue usually multi-classed into Fighter, which makes sense for our lead guy, who I can't even remember his name. He looks like Sean Hunter, kind of. I don't even, yeah, I don't remember his name at all. And we have I don't remember Wayans. anyone's name, to be honest. Yeah, no, this other than Jeremy Irons and, and uh, what's her name? From American Beauty. She was the Empress. Wait, what? Yeah. That was, uh... The Empress was somebody? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Because uh, in my notes, I swear, I I have. I, was she ADR'd? Because I feel like the way she was acting and the words coming out of her mouth were not in the same room. It was it was weird. The, the scenes she's in are weird. I love it how if you Google Dungeons & Dragons movie, it only comes... Like, the, the old one... Is not even the internet buried it through the dungeon, <laughs> threw away the key. Yeah, man. Well, whoever that woman is, Thora Birch. It's Thora Birch is the Empress. That's Thora Birch. That was Thora Birch. Yikes. Yeah, I did not. I just thought she was random actress. Yeah, who got ADR'd because they didn't pick pick her up her voice very well on day of. Yeah, man. Yikes. On bikes. But yeah, uh, can I be honest with you? Sure. Uh, this movie, uh, of all of, we watched a lot of bad movies so far this year for this show. We have. You know, in this like, in this first like 50 episodes arc, this like emerging of this like runaway success podcast. Yeah, yeah. We've watched a lot of bad movies. We have. I think this may be the one that has truly insulted me more than any of them it i will agree with you and here are a couple of examples before i get to there were there were <laughs> give us the examples there were a couple of really there were <laughs> I, I will give this movie a small credit there were a couple of really cool things in this movie <clears throat> but before i get to that point there are a couple of really bad things in this movie one why does the dwarf join the party he they find him in a garbage dump and he just is along. And for the, the next ride. scene, he's along for the ride. Yeah, it just doesn't make any it sense. Makes no. They didn't address it at all. Then like fifteen or so minutes later, once they get out of the city and they're I guess on the adventure, he spikes the camera, breaks the fourth wall for a terrible joke, and then it never happens again. Yeah. Just that is. That is, I couldn't, I om, I almost stopped watching. I, yeah. I am, that is not how you do any of this. I, it's because it was a bad joke. Yeah. And it was totally like, what are we doing? That's not, none of this movie is any, it's just. For me, mm, mm, it, it mm, comes mm. down to, it's more, it's more grand, it's more grand ideas in this movie that are, I find the most insulting. A, this movie, this is the first movie, like bad movie we've watched for this show. That actually, as I was watching it, this movie felt cheap. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, they don't, this movie, like, this doesn't, 
there was not a lot of care in this movie and clearly not a budget to like, this felt like a lot of artistic choices being made of like, ah, who cares? Literally. Yeah. Like just from the set dressing, a lot of the stuff like looked like a, it looked like an aging amusement park type oh, of wow. set. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the set dressing, it just looked like the, the character design, some of the stuff was interesting. Like the guy with the third eye, interesting. Yeah. What was he supposed to be? It was a fun. It was well, like it, you yeah. making a D and D. There are there is literature. There is literature. Like there is. You want to know what kind of species live here and what they look like? You have a book, homie. There's thousands of pages there available is, to bro, you, bro. Like there is a whole. Thing, it is all explained to you. They like, had a beholder. Floating in this, they had a fundamental and, misunderstanding of what orcs look like. They don't. They just. It was just like there was not. There was no care in this movie. It looked a lot of all of it looked cheap. And for what frustrates me the most about this movie is that you are dealing with Dungeons and Dragons in the year two thousand. You are dealing with a brand that like when they're moving into third edition, a lot of people did not like third edition. That's why three point five came out. That's why. Pathfinder exists. Oh. Not a lot of people like Fred Edition Dungeons and Dragons. I didn't know that. You're you're dealing with a company that is trying to a company and a product Mm -hmm. that is and that's where the OGL gets more you know gets so upsetting. This is a thing that is that is that the fans breathe the full life into. Yes. The player base is where this thing exists. And this movie does not make me want to play this game. No. In I'm not saying that movies that are, are attached to an IP need to be just one big commercial for the product. Sure. But it would at least it would go a long way to showing me a fun f- fleshed out world yes to get me to think that Dungeons and Dragons is cool. You're also in 2000 you're also dealing with like you're also de- still dealing with the satanic panic around the game yep. from the 80s. You're still dealing with people thinking it's the nerdiest game of all time. Mm-hmm. Nothing about this movie solves any of the actual issues going on with the game at the time. Nope. And it's really, really frustrating to me that I was like, as someone who like played D&D back in, you know, mm-hmm. back in high school, it was like, this doesn't justify like as someone who had to defend that it's actually cool mm-hmm. this movie didn't help at all no because we were like yeah that movie was bad i'm like yeah no yeah but i swear this is cool but it, you, <laughs> you and i could make something way cooler if you come over and play with me trent yeah i got dice it'll be uh-huh. cool yeah we get throw magic around and have big swords yeah and kill stuff uh-huh here are the good things that happened in this movie. There were a couple of things that were actually very good in this movie. Yeah. One, when the mage uses the uh, rope spell on the guys, mm-hmm. and then they are tethered to her, and that's how they get pulled through that portal, I thought that was a good use of the power. Sure. Because that's like, oh, kidding, like getting the party together. Oh, she traps them. Oh, now sure. they're... Granted, it was done a little bit that for slap. So it was but. done for slap. It was like slaps to comedy. But... It was a clever use of the power to keep, you know, get, getting the main characters together. Mm-hmm. I thought that was neat. Also, later on, when uh, Damon Waynes is searching that room, and it turns out that carpet is quicksand, there's yeah. an overhead shot 
just before it goes. It did. I mean, that it was pretty good. Like the car, that was very good. But then the minute he stepped in, it was like, oh, that's oatmeal. Yes, that's not quicksand. That's oatmeal. But that's s- oatmeal. Somebody painted <laughs> that, guy, that oatmeal. That guy jumped into a lot of oatmeal. Yeah. Just a quick correction, Adam. You said Damon Wayne's, but it's his brother, Marlon Wayne's. Back to you, gentlemen. <laughs> But somebody painted that oatmeal yeah, to look like carpet cool. for that cool. for that two seconds right before he stepped on it. But that part was really good. Other than that, yeah, that that's it. And a lot of blue lipstick. Yeah, why light I, blue lipstick? Yeah, just because that's I guess what they would do. Yeah, because who? Because and it's I, what comes down to this movie every time. The, he's you're gonna wear a light blue metallic lipstick the entire time as the bad guy. Why? Who cares? It's cool. Mm-hmm. I guess. Maybe it's at least interesting. We need something good for them to talk about because it sure, sure as heck is not going to be the plot. <sighs> another thing. And another, another thing. thing. Name more things. The our elf <laughs> are the woman who was, you know, the, the princess protector of you know her armor? Yeah. Color scheme? Yeah, it was bad. Ooh. I, I couldn't, but it's like, she's changing armor, right? She's got to change at some point. No, she, they no. leave her in. She looked like she was wearing a, like something Madonna would wear uh, on tour. But then she was also wearing like cargo pants. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. It was terrible. Terrible. Like the color scheme was bad. Like she just, I she was very pretty, but like she just like, oh, this is, I can't look at you. The, the color scheme is just, this whole, this whole thing. Is is unflattering to you, and I, I, I have to look away. I'm, I'm angry for you. Yeah, I'm I can't upset. believe I'm the embarrassed day. for you. Yes, when you showed up on set, I was like, "What's my outfit?" And you looked at the thing like, "I have to." Why would I get? This doesn't match. It doesn't match what? at all. Why am I? Okay. Yeah, my thought like the whole time I was like, "Man, I feel like maybe the wardrobe people forgot that she was a character, and she showed up on set, and she's like, I'm the elf.'" And they were like, "Oh no." Uh, let's just make let's here's just a body slap st- something yeah, here's together. Yeah, body stocking and stuff and party. Awesome. Um, besides the giant CGI dragon battle at the end of this movie, yeah. which was, I don't know why they didn't write for their budget because clearly this movie. That's was... That's what I'm saying. I think they just didn't. I think they had a fundamental misunderstanding of how much CGI cost because I think because they relied so heavily on it and and because they were like, oh, we'll just fix all of this in post. It's not that. It's it's fine, man. It's it, it's the year 2000. It's the future, baby. It's computers. And then they were like, ah, oh, man, like ah, oh, Toy Story exists. Come on, why wouldn't we? And it's like, nah. Um, this actually, you the you relied entirely too much on this. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. It's a it's a very bad climactic battle, uh, which I, it, the the green screen behind them of the this the uh, just the sky itself like people are disappearing the feathering on them as someone who does green screen, almost the majority yeah. of the week like I was uh, I was losing my because yeah. it's just like it's just the whole but the biggest complaint about the ending mm-hmm. what. And the seven hells happened, at, happened the end. at the end of this movie. Slug names disappears from his gravestone, and then whatever, and then the stone teleports them away. To which we have found out through research and through prepping for this show and shows going forward, there is a trilogy of this story. Oh, yeah, but they're not in the next movie. What? I looked. So, what happens in the spoiler alert? 
for what happens in Dungeons and Dragons. Marlon Wayne's character dies somewhere around halfway through yeah. in a tonal shift you do not see coming because this movie is slapsticky and they throw him off they throw him off a wall in a way that feels slapsticky like if you played different music over it it could be funny. like i was waiting for him to pop back up me too because like the whole the tone like the way they've been interacting with each other is like a couple of you know kids from the 90s stealing stuff and having high doing high fives and stuff and all of a sudden then he gets freaking murdered <laughs> and tossed off of a rampart and then they have a shot of his broken bleeding body on yeah, the ground it's like, like it's like oh no what why is, wait, is he really why? dead is he really dead oh my god this isn't that serious why would you and then yeah, the, the tone man. shifts immediately no one's actually killing people this but he's dead yeah, he's super dead oh, so at the end of the movie after the good guys win after a crazy cg battle that's really really freaking bad uh they go visit his grave and then i guess and there's a little stone with his name scrawled on it and they, there's a that red i guess the red gem from and his the name slug you know that thing was snails snails yeah. was he an elf i think he was an elf because they had a hat, like everyone in the literally just everyone, the top of his ears. Everyone in the in the watch along was like, "I remember him being an elf and it being a thing, right?" And everyone was like, "Yeah, why is that not here?" So there's like, there's got to be some Mandela effect going on there with the D and D movie, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> so they had like a redstone from the MacGuffin. The, the our, our main character places it on, I guess, his gravestone, and then. The four main characters who are still alive turn the light and just away, and then the movie's over. I don't know if that was even like a setup for the second movie, because they're not in the second movie. It doesn't even. It's, I don't. I mean, it's a I trilogy. Gotta know. In that there I are three gotta movies. I don't know what they were going for there. I don't know. I don't know. So you're telling me there's a trilogy, but they're not. It's not even the same characters. Well, I, so I looked ahead a little bit just to see like what the plot was for the next one. Yeah. Because I was so like. Is it, wait, are these characters in the next one? They're not. The city is. I think the location's the same. Okay. But the next movie's called, like, the Dragon God or something to that effect. So, like, it may be still in the same continuity. All but right. they are different characters. It's, like, actual, like, adults who look more badass doing stuff. Huh. But because there's, like, kids in this movie or, like, huh. young adults going on an adventure. And then one of them freaking gets murdered. It's just yeah, this movie. I was I was angered by this. Just un just just why would you? This is felt disrespectful. Yeah, a thousand percent. Twenty years later, it's felt disrespectful. Yeah, and it makes sense why D and D took another seventeen years before it finally kicked in the door of pop culture and says, "I'm here now." Yeah, this, I would like to rage. That's what I. That's what I mean. Like this movie, just like really just. D and D needed all the help it could get, and this movie like spit in its face. <laughs> and I'm not trying to be too negative. Like no. I understand. Like we fully understand that the conceit of this show is inherently negative, and we try to make it as laughy and as joke em ups as possible. But wow, this movie like actually pissed me off. <laughs> I was so mad. Yeah, because uh, there are fan- there were fantasy movies, you know, or just you know old timey medieval movies going on at that time that were huge successes. The best example during the watch along was someone was like, this movie came out within like two years of dragon heart and like the dragon in that movie looked incredible. Oh, that's right. It did. Whereas like this movie, like it's, it's like not, it's not even 
close. And Dragonheart had two sequels that were pretty much straight to DVD. And they're not slash, bad, actually. And they're not I've bad. seen them. They're pretty good. And the CG in dude. those straight to DVD releases were I, better than this movie. Dude, I loved Dragon. I had all the toys. I loved that movie. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Dragonheart was a big deal for me wow. as a kid. I think that's part of the reason why I got into Dungeons and Dragons was like Dragonheart. Cool. Because I came out before this movie. I can't even... This movie looked like it was made in 1994. Yes, yes, it did. Oof, we okay, I think yeah. we got to get into yes. fixes because like I can't even. <laughs> yeah, yes. I'm starting to. Can you feel me? <laughs> yes, like I starting can. to get yeah. madder. Yes, I can. Because I was like, ha ha, this movie sucks. And I was like, yeah. I would like to. I would like to. I'd like to rage. Um, you got to declare it, Jake. You got to declare it. You got to declare it. Um, <laughs> With my big water bottle, that'd be uh, that would be <laughs> that would be my barbarian weapon, my my huge Stanley water bottle. Yeah, <laughs> clang clang, <laughs> just just brain fools. <laughs> fix it. Okay. Would you like me to fix it, Jay? Adam, Dungeons and Dragons, fix it. All right, I am going to fix. Uh, the Dungeons and Dragons from 2000 movie. And basically, they're at the core of this movie. Yeah. Like, what's your thesis statement? On paper, there is a good story here. Sure. On paper, I wouldn't if, disagree. If, this was, if that story was told at the table with people who carried and like going on this adventure, yeah. That's a good that's a good weekend one shot. Like the thieves, the thieves guild and like him having to go through like the trials to get yeah. like the thing. Yeah. That's a D&D thing. Yeah. Like that's there there are certain aspects that are not completely off base. No, no, no. I mean they they did a little bit of research. It yeah. shows that they did a little bit of research but didn't understand the information they were getting. You know, that's a good way of putting it. They got the facts. They yeah. just didn't understand the context of those facts. Yeah. So, it's well it's the difference between an intelligence check and a wisdom check. Exactly. Good job, bud. So my thesis statement is: I'm going to take the, at the core of this movie the story, the, the good story that was actually in there, and present it in a basically in a Dungeons and Dragons format. Of, sure. This is how you would do it at the table. Yeah. Also, just for clarity's sake, just to let everybody know, um, because of what's going on in in you know with D and D right now, uh, I'm using Pathfinder 2.0 as the basis for this fix. Okay. So. <laughs> So, Wizards of the okay. Coast or Hasbro cannot come back in time and be like, "Hey, all right, I, I'm stealing this idea because it's ours now." So, this is a Pathfinder fix gotcha. for a Dungeons and Dragons movie. Cool. I, so, just as a heads up, <laughs> so I've just changed a couple of the things. Dork. Just, <laughs> Jay, I'm covering our asses, okay? Yeah. I don't want Hasbro coming after us. They yeah. got that Barbie money. So, like, totally. And they got that, and they got a Barbie movie coming out at some point later this year. And it's probably oh that's Mattel haha they don't have Barbie they have nothing actually Hasbro <laughs> Hasbro got GI Joe Transformers yeah I think and don't they technically own Power Rangers <sighs> they do oh. Oh. oh oh anyways my fix okay so this I'm again I'm, this is from a party perspective at the table yeah we're starting this movie in a bar. Okay. Where our cleric character, or the cleric, the, the, okay, so I, I, and I'm also assigning roles for all the characters. Now, a bar or a tavern? Tavern. Tavern. The, the elf woman who was sent by the princess to figure stuff out. Yeah. She's a cleric. 
Okay. Okay, just as a heads up. So that she's a cleric character. Great. Because uh, I don't know anyone's names. I'm going to refer to them as their classes. Totally fine. Okay. So she's a cleric. She's in the tavern, and she spies our three uh, male characters. There is our swashbuckler, who is the white kid with the hair who's parted down the middle, whose name I don't remember, but he's a swashbuckler now. Gotcha. Uh, Damon Waynes is a rogue. Yeah. And we have our uh, dwarf character who's already there, a part of the team, because it makes more sense for him to be there at the beginning than just randomly show up in 10 minutes later. We all, like, look, dwarves are fun. If they, you do it, like, yes. it's like, they can be the life of the party. Absolutely. I play dwarves. I know that you do. I love dwarves. Uh, and our dwarf is a champion. Oh, okay. Paladin. Which is, is a paladin. Gotcha. But, it's a, but this is a pathfinder, so it's champion. So she sees them interacting with people in this tavern and can tell by their choices that they're good people. I mean, they're rapscallions, but like you can tell they're actually pretty good. They have some, gotcha. some morals. So she needs a team. She goes to offer them like, hey, I have a secret mission uh, on behalf of the princess and I need your help. Well, how, how much coin do you A lot of coin, trust me, but I need your help. They're in. So their first step is go to the Mage Tower to meet up with a wizard to get a map to go do a thing. They meet this young mage uh, woman who's there because the girl in the movie is the wizard who doesn't use magic at all. Yeah. She uses it at the beginning, goes the whole movie, and then uses it at the end, I think twice. She used no magic the whole movie. And also, every time she used magic, it was just like nondescript lightning. It was like there was no there was no game accurate like vocabulary of magic nope. there was no game accurate any of it it was just like she just didn't use magic and then she could summon portals i guess sure. i don't know but she is a mage in this yes. and she's going she's like oh, we, have, we have to go talk to my master great they go upstairs to meet with the master and oh no he's being attacked by the guys who got you know like the guy with the blue lipstick and some of his henchmen much like the actual part of the movie. Yeah. This is Encounter 1, Jay. Sure. So we have now our, our newly formed party of five characters versus uh, we have, I wrote down, we have um, eight henchmen guards and the captain of the guard for Wizard Irons. Because I don't remember the bad guy's name, so I'm naming them Wizard Irons after Jeremy Irons. Yeah. It's just easier. Uh, and much like all first encounters in a, uh, a one-shot, this is just the chance for your characters to just run roughshod over them and flex do all the cool moves, figure out how the party works. So like these guys like basically beat the crap out of these henchmen. Yeah. But the captain of the guard gets away with half the map. Okay. So now they're like, oh no, we got to go figure out what's on this map. This bad guy clearly wants something. So they leave the city to go yeah. on the quest. They, uh, the cleric calls the princess and like, oh no, this is what happened. Like, oh, the princess is like, well, the, the bad uh, wizard irons is, you know, trying to uh, stop me from uh, you know, attaining the throne because I have progressive ideas and I want to, you know, e yeah. equality and freedom for everybody. And clearly he's trying to spark a civil war so he can, he and the other mages can retain power. And, yeah. You know, so like, you got to get that MacGuffin, which is the same base, base you know, can, can, so they can control a dragon to have power over. Sure. Yeah. It's just one rod that controls the dragon this time. It's just not two. Cause that was ridiculous. Yeah. It's just one. <sighs> so we're outside the city. The party goes towards, you know, starting to head towards the, the rogue. Damon Wayne's the rogue knows a contact is like, Oh, I know someone who might be helping us to decipher the map. Yeah. But he's in this, he's in this town. Great. So they're, they're walking around and they, and they camp and at camp, we have a nice RP uh, time of like, okay, everyone share your backstories. And some people, you know, share more than others, but it turns out, of course, everyone's got a really 
sad backstory and my parents are dead and I'm an orphan. I don't yeah. know who my parents are. And it's like, oh my God, uh, I've been hunted by blah, 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 uh-huh. blah, blah. Except for the mage. The mage has been living a life of, for the most part, luxury. She doesn't really know what's yeah. outside the castle walls, but you know, because she's a mage. She's been learning stuff. Mm. But everyone else is like, oh, woe is me. It's been so crazy. And, and in future movies, we m- maybe touch on these backstories because that's how D&D works. So they get, after they share stories and some people bed down, they get attacked by goblins. Hobgoblins? Do they have hobgoblins? Hobgoblins! Oh, no! Oh, yeah. It's the second encounter. So in this encounter, (laughs) we have three hobgoblin soldiers, two archers, and one hobgoblin general. (laughs) You're being so specific. This is, it's a a CR3 rating of, uh, it's it's not too bad. Oh, boy, all right. I just pulled out (laughs) my butt. I don't don't know. I was like, are you really doing CRs for all these encounters? I knew that was a thing. No, no. I knew knew that was a thing. (laughs) That was the thing. I don't know, but but I did I did have the path rating. I was like, oh, what the names? Okay, cool, cool, cool. All CR right. for those at home are, is challenge rating. Oh, that's it. Challenge rating. <laughs> yeah. No, so yeah, I okay. So um, this fight's obviously got to be a little bit harder than the, the first one. So the cleric actually has to do a little healing here. But for the most part, you know, it's pretty easy. There, the rogues doing rogue stuff. The swashbuckler, you know, is doing awesome things with, and the mage, you know, actually casts magic and does some cool stuff. Yeah. For the most part, like they're still kind of figuring out how team dynamics work. And it's a little difficult, and the general's a little tough, but ultimately, they get him. And then when they loot the bodies, because that's the other fun part about Dungeons & Dragons, is looting the dead bodies, yeah. they find out that the, the general had a little slip of paper on him that says, like, oh, yeah, you can find the guys, you know, that the other half of the map, bring it to me, they are here. And realize, hey, the captain of the guard of Wizard Irons can somehow either knows where we're going or can track us. We gotta go. So yeah. they head to keep going to town. And it's just, you know, a normal town with normal D&D races that aren't weird stereotypes of whatever these races are. Because, uh, to be honest, like, that scene felt insulting of, like, do yes. you even know what these people are? This is just, I don't feel like you don't. And I feel like you're still making fun of these races, even though these are made-up races? Yeah, it's, yeah. Well, the, I mean, that the, you know, that's been a large, a large uh, conversation in the, the, the TTRPG space about, like... You know, racism in uh, in a role playing space is still kind of racism, and the amount of like mapping that like you can do to normal it's like it's kind of a bummer, yeah. and so it's like trying to be trying to create like a safe space in in TTRPG is yeah and yeah it felt very insulting in the movie I was like oh they just don't they they're they're them not caring is insulting but this is going even farther this feels like ignorance yeah it felt yeah the whole the whole scene in the town and the in the thieves guild felt weird but they go to town they know where the contact is they, it is a thieves guild and the rogue knows like who the guy is but this time so it's a third encounter cuz but it's not a battle encounter now everyone's got to use persuasion checks and like try the charisma to try to talk to gotcha. people because that's another way how the D and D works. RPing with NPCs to try yeah. to get a goal, not just fighting all the time. Yeah. So as someone who's been playing a rogue for a long time, rogues rogues are okay in battle, but rogues succeed in all the other stuff, like all the outside of battle stuff. I'm awesome at. Yeah. Like let me win those encounters. Because those, are, I mean, those are still encounters. Yes, it's a game. It's a game. Yeah. So they go to the thing. They, you know, they, they people are, you know, with limited, you know, amounts of success for like clearly the mage isn't very good at this, and and our cleric's okay but not great, even though she's trying to talk to some elves. Our rogue is good, but also what helps is the fact that our champion decides to like because he likes to fight. 
decides to go into the fighting pit and just fight this one guy one-on-one. -on -one. And it's a pretty good fight. And they're like, ah, you guys are great. Okay, fine. Here's the information. I'll help you decipher the map. And this time, they actually just talk about what's on the map. Instead of getting sucked in to said map and off-screen discovering where to go. Because that was insane. Yeah. They get in the movie... Uh, the, the two main characters basically get sucked into the map and you see them like walking around to the thing and like actually starting to talk to somebody. But the camera does not follow them into the map to get this information. They just stay at this bar and talk and like as see yeah. as the dwarf like eats chicken sloppily and that, people are angry. Yo. That was, I felt as some, and I was watching it and I was like, Jay's not going to like this scene. I feel like they're just insulting dwarves right now. Well, it was more that... I was insulted by the acting choice, if I'm oh, being totally okay. honest with you, because I was like, his choice is just to eat chicken as messy as possible, even though it's not realistic. Realistic. I, Again, we stop going back to me about getting upset about this movie, because the right. more I talk about this movie, the angrier I get. Rage is building. I was like, this isn't how people eat chicken. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Oh, it's I don't you're a dwarf. Dwarves <laughs> are, are a noble race. They would never eat chicken like that. Mm-mm. Disrespected dwarves. <laughs> How dare you? You're right. So they win the encounter overall. The, the leader of the guild is like, great, great. Yeah, this is actually, you know what, where you're going and what the, the MacGuffin you're looking for is actually in a dragon's lair. And the dragon's lair is, you know, a day and a half that way. Gotcha. And so they're like, we got to go because we know we're either getting tracked or they have the bad guys are probably going to figure out the same information we are. We got to get there before they do. Yeah. So on the way there, this is when we get the lore dump of like, hey, there was this giant war hundreds of years ago between like humanity and the races versus the dragons. And one of the ways we kind of kept the peace is because the mages crafted this item that could make him control the dragon and we gave it to the dragons as a sign of like we don't want to fight anymore let there be peace so like the dragons have it so we need to get it to maintain the peace between yeah humanity you know at large with all the different races and the dragons so we got to get there so a day and a half later they get there and you know it's kind of this is now like the standard dungeon for a you know a one shot campaign, yeah, they go in there. There are some traps that like we saw in the movie of like when he's go running through the race course or whatever. Sure, we can get some of those. We disable a couple things. We pick a couple locks. We solve a, you know a quick puzzle. Nothing super crazy. It doesn't take a whole lot of time. But you know, there's just a little the elements that would be in a game. Yeah, and then of course we come across a gelatinous cube, and they fight some skeleton. Because you gotta fight some skeletons. Yeah. And a gelatinous cube is like, this is what? Wait, no, what? This is insane. Yeah, a gelatinous cube. It's you think it's silly. That thing will dissolve you very quickly if you take this not seriously. So you need to focus up, kill this thing. And so it's a, you know, it's a fun little encounter before they go actually talk to the dragon. And so when they get to the dragon, their intent is to be like, hey dragon, uh Hello. Hi. There is um It's me. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'm the dragon, it's me. There are people here with ill intent, but when they show up, they see that they got beat by the captain of the guard. Okay. And he's like, those are the people I was telling you about. They're trying to come steal your relic. Yes, sir. Oh, no. So they're like, part is like, wait, no, 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 it's not us. It's a ah! So kind of like a little bit like the um, the fight from Vox Machina when, you know, at the first half, like yes, they yes, are, yes, they yes, are yes. outmatched by this dragon doing layer actions and like doing yeah. some cool stuff while the guy's like, ba, 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 ba. I'm just going to go over here and take this treasure. Ha, 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 ha. I got my thing in by portals out. And so the guy's like, Oh no, 
the dragon's still like, Rawr! and I don't know what kind of color it is, but whatever. It's just throwing lightning and stuff, and they, everyone's hiding, and like they, they try to attack, but it's like, it's ineffective. It's a dragon. They're like level five. Yeah. They're not, they're not good. This is the first, Jay, it's the first movie. It's the first one-shot adventure. Yeah. They're level five. Yes. Okay? They got. They will take time to level up. Yeah. Five, you can, you get enough for Or you can do some five. stuff. Five. Oh, know? absolutely. Yeah. But they're level five. They can't do it. They can't take a dragon. No. So, they're like. Because sometimes, when you're playing TTRPGs, the, the, the strategy is to run. Yes. <laughs> it's not, you're not supposed to fight everything. You're not supposed to fight everything. You're not supposed to fight everything. And that's a good lesson People for the players. People learn that pretty quick. Yeah. That comes, that comes up, that comes into my face pretty as well. Sometimes you're not supposed to, you are way outclassed. So while people are like hiding and like trying to, how do we get out of here? Uh, our cleric gets a call from, I guess our sending stone from princess like, oh no, the, you know, the, the war, the battle in the city has started. Uh, and she is like, yeah, the, the, the captain of the guard got the MacGuffin. We're trying our best, but like we're we're pinned down by a dragon. Like, oh no! Blah, blah, blah. And then you can hear like the guards banging on the door, and they get they get. You can hear the princess getting kidnapped. Yeah, and she's like, oh no, everything's going down in the city, guys. We gotta get out of here. We gotta get back. And so finally, the swashbuckler rolls high on a persuasion check and is like, dragon, we are not here. Like, puts down. Is like, we are not here. The guy just stole your thing. Yeah, we were we were coming here to try to warn you about him. There is a bad guy with ill intent in the city of Ism, I guess whatever the city was called, that is going to use you and your kin in a power play to take over. We were trying to stop him. We we need to get back to the city. Yeah. So they actually parlay with the dragon. The dragon's like, the piece has been kept for 200 years, blah, 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 blah. Let's, okay, you know what? You seem to have, you seem to have noble hearts. Let's see if we can work together to oh, solve cool. this. So, but clearly you guys, I mean, I was... I was going to kill you. I could have killed you guys immediately. I was kind of having fun with you a little bit. So there's a little character, the dragon, like, but like. Yeah, because dragons are like, they're not just mindless killing machines. They're actual like characters. Yes. I was like, I was. They can talk. I was going to kill you in about 90 seconds, but like, you guys seem pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. Clearly, I don't think, if you go ahead and handle me, there's no way you're handling this guy who's getting a scepter who can apparently like use, use it to control my mind. So like. Yeah. You guys should probably take some stuff from this horde and I'm sure there's plenty of stuff here that I've been keeping for hundreds of years that can help you out so they get to loot the dragon's horde for some items to help themselves and they also level up and they'll do a little training up montage like we would like to do of this like we see them actually use some of the abilities that they would use that they haven't used yet like oh I just figured this out oh cool I can do this thing now eat and of course you know they get like rings and the cool sword like they get items to help them in the next fight so now everyone's geared up and ready to go. And now it makes sense. Is like, oh, the dragon gave us this stuff. Not like, oh, I now have a magic sword uh-huh, out uh-huh. of nowhere that we don't know the specs or what it does. But now we will because the dragon be like, oh, yeah, that thing does this. That thing does this. And the, uh, the rogue's like, oh, I can go disappear. This is great. Like, we know what the loot they have because yeah. they looted stuff. Because that's what makes D&D fun. <laughs> you get to loot and gear up your characters. <laughs> so now they looted. They got cool stuff. We know the stats. So the dragon's like, the fastest way back there. Does anyone know Portal? No? Okay, everybody hop on. Because we got to go. Wee! They fly on the dragon back Yay! to the city. You know, this is never any story. Absolutely. Dwarfs having a heart. Yes. yes. And as they get to the city, you know, we can see, you know, fires and burning and stuff like that. It's like, oh no, the battle's going on. The dragon tries to, you know, breathe a dragon's breath. I don't know what, you know, type of. What well, color of dragon is it? I don't, I don't blue. It's a big old blue. Blue is lightning. It's a blue. Yeah, it's lightning. 
Uh, but it can't break through the mage's shield or whatever. He's like, okay, well, I can't break through this thing. And time isn't of the essence. Uh, you know, drops the the, the, game, the party down at the butt. They got to break into the tower, work their way up, stop the mage. Great. This is the final uh, run of the, the final mission of the of the movie. So breaking in is not too hard because the rogue's got, you know, he rolls high, breaks in. They work their way up. They kill some henchmen. But then eventually they run into the captain of the guard. I was like, oh, no. Well, the guy is, the mage is doing the summonings or whatever the ritual right now to yeah. use the MacGuffin. We got to split the party. And they're like, you, are you kidding? We don't, you don't split the party? This is insane. Like, we can't take this guy alone. It's like, well, we have to, we have to interrupt the party. We have to interrupt him. We have to. If we don't interrupt him right now, he'll be able to complete it. Yeah. So some of us have Love to that. go up Ticking there. Ticking clock. Yep. We have to get up there. Uh-huh. Okay. So who's going to go? Who's going to stay? Well, I have a bag full of rope <laughs> and ball bearings. <laughs> 50 to be exact. 50 ball bearings. <laughs> I throw a ball bearing. Wee. <laughs> so they decide, okay. It's going to be the swashbuckler, the rogue, and the mage stay to take on the captain of the guard. Yeah. While the cleric and the champion go up to take to disrupt the, the wizard. The goal is to not fight. The goal is to disrupt. Yes. So we'll handle him as fast as we can, and hopefully none of us die. You just need to stop him from doing the thing for as long as possible. Yeah. So now we're going to do a little bit of, meanwhile, back at the ranch between the two fights. Gotcha. And so, thankfully, because... Uh, you are, however, making a, a huge mistake. I split the party. You split the party. I split the party. Well, thank God this is the first movie, and it's the one shot, so this works out. <laughs> but I did say steak. You did say steak, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I missed it. <laughs> no, I missed it. Um, so, eventually, the, the swashbuckler and the rogue and the mage whittle, do whittle down the... the uh, the captain of the guard, even though he's got a lot of, he's got a big pool of HP and they got a high AC. Yeah. But eventually we see the swashbuckler and the rogue really start to work together because the swashbuckler is taking his attention and the rogue's able to get behind him in advantage yeah. and backstab him. Like it re- in Pathfinder, is swashbuckler and rogue, they're not the same thing? Uh, it didn't seem like, no, there was two different, ca- oh, there was two different classes. Gotcha. So it's like, oh, great, the rogue is. It's really powerful. Awesome. Well done. Because, you know, it's flourishing all sorts Flanking, of cool stuff. Baby. It's all about the flanks. Get, woo, woo, if woo. you are a rogue, you get in a flank position or attack from the shadows. It's He's very good at this. Yeah. So they win. Great. We got to get upstairs because, like, the, the champion and the cleric are, like, hurt. They've done a good job of stopping him from completing the thing, but they're not in the best shape. Gotcha. And it looks like, oh, no, the wizard's about to kill them until, hey, our team shows up, and now the party's ready, and the cleric's like, oh, thank God, mass healing word, ha-ha. I got a fifth fifth level from an item from the dragon's horde. Thank God. We're all back to normal. And then the music starts playing. Behold my healing staff. Yeah. The music starts playing, and now it's five on one, and it's freaking awesome granted wizard is very powerful yeah so like he is able to throw a lot of pain towards our characters but now they're in there like you know for a sixth level they're you know they know what they're doing now so the rogue is getting you know shooting from advantage in, in cover the swashbuckler's doing stuff the mage is getting in some shots the cleric's keeping people up the, the champion is is absorbing damage like they're working as a team and you see the teamwork of the champion taking blows so the swashbuckler can get strikes so the rogue can get behind so the mage can do like you see how the game works yeah through the battle yeah and eventually through a team up of like the mage blinding the wizard allowing the swashbuckler to get in front of him the rogue gets behind him and just you know uses like a couple of maybe, know, a couple of daggers to yeah. so the wizard bleeding out 
you know, makes a crawl for the, the MacGuffin. The swashbuckler, who's apparently you know, a main character, also goes for the MacGuffin. They both grab it at the same time, and the wizard's, like, trying to use it, but he can't because the swashbuckler's just like, what, 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 how would you, you can't use this? It's like, actually, you, you'd be surprised. I think you can. Now! And the dragon, because all the because the, the magic with the wizard being mortally wounded, his magic starts to fail. So yeah. the dragon is able to crash through the stained glass. The, the swashbuckler rolls out of the way. Blue dragon lightning breaths. The the wizard smashes him, and the day is saved. Huzzah! Huzzah! Everyone wins, and they almost level up. They they leveled up in the lair, so this one's it was good, but they're not quite level seven yet. So they free the princess. The city's like, huzzah! Yay, our heroes! That's let, not half bad. Let us let us be uh, let us uh, extend a hand of friendship towards the dragons, and maybe we don't have to be you know as quiet. Maybe we can be more cooperative, cooperative with each other now. Cooperative. 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 We are the core operators. So like we hopefully we can you know open up more lines of communication, and you guys yeah. can be more active, and maybe we That's can great. build a, a better society together instead of apart. Heck yeah, man! It's like Dragonlance, yeah. There we go. End of the movie. And there's no like, and there's no like, there's no after a credit scene. Like, there's these characters this still is around. just right across the plate. It's the first, <laughs> just boom. It's the first weekend you guys are playing. Maybe this yeah. is a couple sessions. It's the, yeah. Things will build off of this, you but we stop, don't. You yeah. don't need the. You don't. Everyone turns into a ball of light and disappears. Like no, no. It's more stories. Everyone's backstory. Nothing got touched. No. Everyone's got a full of like dead parents and mysteries and yep. stuff to go through. That's that's the sequel. We got yeah, we got two we got a we got a whole trilogy that we can fill back fill with backstory here. Yeah. Absolutely. Just straight down the plate. This is just right across, right the, across plate. the plate. This is what this is the fun that D D is, or just or tabletop role playing games. This is what it can be. You can you can do this at home. Yeah, mine is so decidedly not right across the plate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I you 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 been saying that, and I was like, I, and you said is you, but you also said it's not crazy because some of these fixes have been yeah, kind of crazy. Think I think you're really really gonna like my fix. Jay, I really really like most of your fixes. I know, but I think this one in particular you are going to really enjoy. Okay. Okay, Jay. Fix it. Okay. Okay. My fix. Yes. Um, well, my thesis statement of my fix yes. is that. I love thesis statements. As someone who like really was into like Dungeons and Dragons and uh, tabletop role playing games, but like li- like lived in the Midwest and it de- dealt with like a, there was a lot of stigma around Dungeons and Dragons, like a lot. Yeah. And so like I want my movie to kind of change hearts and minds about D and D. Sure. And I want, and I want to show, and I want to show like how, like how beneficial this game can be mm-hmm. and how I think it like really, uh, how I think it's like a really cool thing. Yes. <laughs> I know that sounds oversimplistic. My movie opens in a suburb outside of Chicago. Okay. Um, you, uh, it opens on, uh, our, our, like our, our hero, uh, Jason, who is getting ready, uh, is getting ready for high school and it's a montage of him getting all of his stuff together and, uh, him, you know, prepping his dice bag and putting it in his backpack and like getting ready for school. And his, you know, mom's like, it's time to get, it's time to go to school. Like, I know mom. I know. And she's like, Oh, I, you, your, your shirt came like it's on, it's on your bed. And, uh, he's like getting dressed for school and, uh, he picks up the shirt and it says, uh, Northwestern. Uh, Oh, and he's like, and he, he has hesitates for a minute, mm-hmm. puts it down, and then he puts on his shirt, 
and it just had it has this like rad dragon on it, and yeah. underneath it, it just says the crawlers. Cool. Um, and uh, he basically like uh, he's like, all right, um, <laughs> you got you're picking up Rob, right? It's like, yeah, I'm all, of course I am. He gets in like his old kind of crappy car. It's his, clearly it's his senior year of high school. Sure, yeah. He picks up uh, his buddy Rob, who gets in, mm-hmm. who's wearing like the same shirt. And the the whole while they're they're driving uh, to high school, uh, they're talking about like, oh man, like it's final session, final session today, final session today. We're finally gonna kill the lich. We're finally gonna kill the lich today. Like, can you believe it? Like, it's been a whole year building up to this. Like, where we are, we have we have located the liches, the liches. Uh, uh, phylactery. Oh, we just have to get through the dungeon, mm-hmm. and we we're gonna destroy the lich. Like this is gonna be incredible, man. Like I can't, like I can't wait. And then, and then Rob uh, keeps talking, and and then eventually brings up, and then like, and then next year when we when we both go to Illinois, like we're gonna like we'll be able to play D anD D for like forever, man. And and uh, and Jason's just like, yeah, man, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We didn't actually kind of need to talk about that. Uh, and he's like, oh no, well, like, well, dude, I don't want to talk about anything else other than yeah. the game today. Like, gotta, we, 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 just gotta, we just got to get through school. Yeah. Um, and uh, so that they get to school. Clearly, they're not very popular. No, of course not. Um, but uh, as the, we as the montage of like getting into high school and like all that, hmm. uh, we start meeting uh, the other characters. Uh, we uh, Jason and Rob get to their lockers, and then uh, they're approached by uh, Katie who's kind of a little bit of a tomboy mm-hmm. and um, also uh, they get mad at her for not wearing her crawler shirt. Right. And then like, she like, she like shows them she's actually wearing it. She's like, yeah, but it's like, this shirt's kind of lame, but, but like, uh, but I, I made it cooler and like, it's like tie dyed or something. Like, cool. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's just a little weird. Um, but it, it becomes apparent that like uh, Rob is just basically like, so like it's senior year, man. Like, are you fine? Like, when are you going to like finally ask Katie out? Like when, like, it's like, yeah, we're going to like, you know, we're going to college, we're going to different schools. He's like, yeah, well, you have a fun summer. Like, she's an important person to you. Like, I feel like you should let her know, like how you feel. And Jason's like, it's not, it's not that, it's not that simple. It never is. Yeah. It's never that simple. And then we meet, um, uh, we meet, uh, the fourth character, um, who is Tim the Bard and, <laughs> and Tim the Bard is, He's a, he's a tiny little nerd. He loves Dungeons and Dragons so much, and he is the brand of, of D&D that uh, really likes to dress up. And so for the final game, like, he has his, his whole cosplay, and he has his little loot that he knows how to play. Okay. And he's just like, Aww. hey, guys, like, hey. Bye. Like, he's a little shy, but, like, but he can play. Mm-hmm. He's like, I learned how to play the loot, you guys. Like, I have some fun songs for my spells today. And they're like, oh, okay, Tim. Yeah, cool, man. Um... And uh, they go to, they all eventually end up in homeroom uh, with Mr. Williamson, who is their homeroom teacher, but he is also their DM. Oh, that's cool. He's like, oh man. He's like, yeah, he's like, he's, he's like the crawlers, <laughs> dungeon crawlers. You guys excited for today? Like the Lich's dungeon. You have no idea. And they're all like, yeah, man, like, oh, like we're, and Katie's like, oh, I'm kind of nervous. Like, I don't know. Like, we're kind of limping into this one after that last fight. And he's like, oh, we'll figure it out. Blah, blah, blah. Like just talking shop and stuff. And, uh. Uh, eventually, uh, it, uh, there is a bully in the class of named, course. named Brad and, uh, Brad like re- like really has it out for Tim. Of course. And that comes to light through like homeroom shenanigans. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and eventually, Mr. Williamson, like, disciplines Brad for, for bullying Tim. Good. And it's just like... Um, but Brad, it's like the kind of thing Brad's kind of a jerk, but he's like not, but he's not cruel. He's just kind of like a bull. Like it's one of those, it's one of those bully situations where it's very clearly like he's just acting out because he doesn't necessarily have like folks. Okay, you know, not like folks like parents, but like sure. he just doesn't really have. He doesn't anybody. have a clique. He doesn't have a group. Yeah, so he's just kind of a he's a lone wolf. And he's like, you know what, uh, Brad? That's attention. Um, he's not an irredeemable bully. No, not in no way. Um, and, but eventually like as everyone's leaving homeroom, Brad is, uh, Mr. Williams stops Brad is like, look, you can do detention or, or you can come play with us today. Brad's like, I don't want to play Dungeons and Dragons. I'm not nerd. He's like, yeah. He's like, or you can do, you can do detention. Like you can do detention. And he's like, if I'm looking at your record, like if you get one more detention, like, you know, you're going to summer school, right? Like you're going to summer school or you can come play D and D with us. And the the crawler's like, no, no like, it is the last. It's like, no, like I think it'd be, I think it'd be interesting. He's like, I have a character for him. I, I, he's like, I, I've got some, sh- I've got some sheets laying around. We can get him up to speed. And the, the dungeon, they're pissed, of course. And so the whole time, like they're at lunch and they're like talking about like how mad they are that like, uh, and Tim's like, I don't know, it might be kind of cool. And they're like, shut up, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is our thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and so. Uh, it comes to like they get to uh, the end of school, and uh, all of the dungeon crawlers show up to play D anD D, and they show up to Mr. Williamson's room, who's in in the interim has kind of like decorated his classroom oh, that's awesome. to like really like be like he's mm-hmm. like oh so you you're here to take on the delicious lair, and Brad's like whatever okay. this sucks, um, and uh, they start to play. Dungeons and Dragons. I'm not gonna like you know. We can't go. Yeah, we don't have to go through the whole thing. Yeah, um, but uh, they now in, in my in my mind this when they go into game mm-hmm. different set of actors. Okay, I was yeah I was gonna ask like yeah. we are gonna see like fully fleshed out gameplay, but it's gonna be a different set of actors. But like it's gonna be like there's a Jumanji kind of vibe. Yes, where they're like you know I like the idea of like really serious action stars playing yes. these characters, but like kind of also being teenagers. Oh yeah, playing Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. Yeah, like Jumanji. Yeah. Um and uh, so it was like how they did the Corridor Crew did the uh, Son of a Dungeon. A little we're, bit. Yeah. I mean, it will be different actors, but like they are narrating, yes. they're playing the game, and they go into the game to Katie, show the action. Yeah. Katie plays a barbarian. Cool. And I think this like there's like a little montage of them introducing their characters well, to, they have, to, to Brad. Brad. Yeah. Like, oh, like I'm Katie. I, I play the barbarian. Um, uh, Jason is a is the cleric of the group. He's the mm-hmm. healer. Mm-hmm. Um, Rob is the rogue. Um, and he is g- the gung ho rogue. Tim, and Tim the Bard is a bard. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Tim the yeah, Tim the Bard is a bard. Um, and then uh Brad is given a sorcerer. Okay. And Brad is like, he's like, no, like I'm the big tough guy. Like I want to be a big tough guy. They're like, no, like Katie's the big tough guy. Like we kind of need like an offensive caster. So like a sorcerer is like perfect for you. Like it's perfect for the group. And he's like, oh, I just want to be like the big tough guy. And so, uh, they, the, our adventurers show up at like the, the, the opening to this dungeon. Mm -hmm. And Brad is like, this is so, Cool. I, I guess 
and like Mr. Williamson is describing like the opening to this mm-hmm. and Brad's like uh he's like what do you do and Brad's like well like I'm the big tough guy I'm just I'm just going to like I'm just going to like run in and then like and then you just see a sequence of um of Brad of Brad's character just running in and just getting eviscerated by a bunch of traps and Mr. Williamson's like whoa, 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 whoa. and then like it like reverses like like puts it puts his body back, back together. together. <laughs> like, whoa, Brad, I don't think you understand. Like, every action in this game has consequences. Just how like you being a jerk in class has consequences of you being here. Mm-hmm. I really want to drive home the Oh, I know exactly what you're trying to drive home, and I love it. <laughs> and and it's and Brad's like, oh, oh okay. Like, hey, just like what what do you like what would be the smart thing to do? And Brad's like, Well, I guess I mean if there's traps in there, like we should pr- like can we like how can we get around them? And, and, and you see, you see a moment where he is kind of like gets called out for being stupid. Yes. And there's like a little bit of a break in his wall and, and Rob is just like, Oh, well, you know, I'm a rogue. Like I can check for traps. And they're like, Oh, and he does that and like rolls really well. And everyone's just like, yeah, awesome. And he's like, Rob disarms the traps and like, you see the, and then they, they make their way, um, uh, into, uh, they make their way into the dungeon and Mr. Williamson is to Brad. It's like, look, if you like, di- like if your character dies, like you die and then you're out, like that's just kind of how this works. And then Brad's like, Oh, so if I die, I'm out. And Mr. Williamson is like, that's not, Oh, I see what you're trying to do there, bud, but that's not how this, how this goes. Um, it's like, whatever. Okay. Like his attitude's kind of coming back a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so they make their way through the dungeon. Uh, the, I feel like there's a couple of sequences of them like dis, like figuring out some puzzles, them fighting some zombies here of and course, there. Yeah. Um, and eventually they kind of come to like the like the the opening to like the second layer of the dungeon. Mm-hmm. Like this is kind of like the first like mini boss. Sure. And they like they figure out that like eventually like it's a, it's a beholder. <gasps> yeah. Which I thought actually the beholder design in the D and D movie was pretty good. I didn't. Oh. I thought, Sure, it, it wasn't just, half bad. It just I mean, didn't the, make the, any sense. The design was fine. It just the way it was put into the film did not like. Oh my god, that's a really bad CG. That's not. This looks so fake. Why did you even put? Why did you put it in there? It's not. It didn't need to be. Oh god, why? No. Ugh. And ah. the all, all the while, like all of these fights, like leading up to this mini boss, like whenever whenever Tim <laughs> is casting his little bard spells, like he has like little songs the whole time, and like he's they're kind of giving him a hard time about it and they're kind of giving, he's not really that good at the loot and Aww, he's like really trying, he's trying yeah. but they're like kind of giving him a hard time. But like, um, it, eventually they, they get to this beholder fight and it's the kind of thing where the party is trying to decide, like we might be able to sneak by this thing. Like we might not have to fight this. Like we might be able to like trick it or like do something. And as they're deciding, uh, Brad decides that he's going to Leroy Jenkins. Yeah, fireball. Out. He's just like, he kind of looks at his watch and he's like, man, we've been here for a while. Like, screw it. And he casts a spell to like fight the beholder. And eventually, you know, they have to like, oh crap, Leroy ran in. <laughs> they eventually, they fight the beholder and um, eventually like Brad's character goes down. Yeah. Um, in the fight. And uh, t- I think, I like the idea that uh, Tim gets, uh, Tim gets the eventual like uh, kill on the beholder, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, "Oh, great job, Tim!" Um, but Brad's like, "Cool, I'm dead. I'm, de- I'm out. I, I guess, guess I'm I, out. I can go home. I yep. guess I'm out." And then Mr. Williamson is like, "I don't." He's like, "You think you're really clever, huh?" Okay, 
I'll show you what real clever is. And then Mr. Williamson starts spinning this narrative about how some, like as the beholder dies, like the spirit leaves the body, but then like inhabits Brad's character's body. And he's like, and then you pop up a, le- a, a level 13, uh, Hexblade warlock. And uh, uh, powered by the, the the undead spirit of the beholder that killed you, like you have, like you are a you are a warlock. Here's a sheet, his new sheet. Yeah, yep. here's your new sheet. <laughs> like powered. I thought you were gonna try to pull something like this. So yeah, you're you're a warlock powered by this the by by the beholder. But I was like, oh man. But then, but uh, he was like, oh, what rocks? There's like, oh, like another spellcaster. And then Mr. Williamson kind of like starts explaining to him, like, like what, like what's a warlock mm-hmm. and, like what a warlock is. And like, oh, you have this patron, but like the power isn't yours. Like it's like powered, like there's some like evil force, like powering your power. Mm-hmm. And it's like one of those things where it's like, as he's explaining him, like what that means, like it kind of hits home with Brad and he's like, oh, okay, cool. So I have like evil magic, and he's like, "Yeah," he's like, "Rad, rad, cool, awesome," mm-hmm. and then he kind of starts to get into it a little bit, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "Oh, now I can like, oh man, get up in there a little yeah, bit, I can yeah. get up in there and like blast them." <laughs> They're like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 man. What do you think we've been doing the whole time? <laughs> like, like I have swords. <laughs> I've been, I've been raging. I've been raging. Yes, yeah. Um, and uh, it gets to a point." where uh they find they find themselves in a uh they make their way down further into the dungeon um and they f- they find their themselves uh the the party gets split mm-hmm. and uh Brad, Katie and Tim are fighting a manticore. Okay. But all the while uh Jason and Rob are like pulled into a, a side chamber in which uh, they are basically like there's two crystals in this room mm-hmm. and um, one uh, it's it basically it's like they learn from like the writings on the wall that like one one of these it will like one of these is an enfeeblement crystal and what is an empowering crystal mm-hmm. and like they have to remove them from the dais and each of them have to pull them off in order to escape this room and go help their friends. Right the whole time that they're like having this discussion between the two of them, it gets really heated. And then it eventually become, it eventually comes out that like Rob is like, I need the empowerment crystal for my character because like, because I'm going to be the one that's going to like stay in town for college. And I'm going to be the, like actually need to play my character and you're going to Northwestern. So why do you care if your power, if your character is getting enfeebled? Like, why do you care? And Jason's like, how did you know? He's like, your mom told me like, I, like I, I called to see if you were home and your mom was like, Oh, did you hear about Northwestern? Like you couldn't even tell me about it. Like, and they had this whole big conversation about the friendship. Rob grabs the empowerment crystal and and Jason grabs it and like eventually like so they're like not in a good space. Yep. They they run out. Rob just like murks the manicorn. It's just like, all right, let's keep moving, everybody. Let's keep going. And Mr. Williamson's like, let's take a five. Let's take a take. Yep. Um. And so like basically like during the break, like Rob, <laughs> Rob and Jason kind of like you know go Tap to their separate corners, mm-hmm. and uh. uh yeah, and it, I think it comes down to like Tim is kind of starting to teach 
like brat about about like how the game works and sure stuff. yeah it's like well if you actually like really want like as a warlock you could probably brat's like yeah whatever tim um, but that's actually yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah um and we come back to session and uh i'm gonna fast forward a little bit because i sure. think trophy wise we kind of understand what i'm doing here yes um teamwork friendship. it eventually comes down to uh, they make the characters make their way down to the the liches like mm-hmm. main chamber, um, and the whole time like Jason's kind of been flirting with Katie and they've been kind of just like going back and forth, um, and uh, but Rob's kind of fed up with fed up with like them flirting and so finally he's just like he's just like Jason like Katie's never gonna go out with you like I don't know why you keep like pushing this like in the game like can we get can we get our characters back on track please like the cleric is never gonna date the like is never gonna date the barbarian I don't know why you guys are doing this and like they like kind of just like go into this final fight um and uh eventually uh through the fight with this lich, they take out the lich, but then uh, the lich empowers a bone dragon. Whoa, cool. And they end up fighting a bone dragon, sure. and everyone's, like, hitting him with spells, yada, yada, yada. Eventually, Rob, like, goes in for a sneak attack, misses, goes down. Yep. And basically, Jason, like, kind of goes, moves in to sacrifice his character mm-hmm. for Rob's with like a, with a heat, like a heat last minute healing spell, mm-hmm. like it's right in the way of the dragon heals Rob. Um, but, uh, the enfeeblement like crystal like gets in the way mm-hmm. and eventually Rob like switches them to empower his character. But through that, like through that swap, that enfeeblement on Rob ends up dropping Rob's character. Yep. Um, and so he's he like tries to heal Rob, but it doesn't work because like he's just he's gone completely down. Yeah, and and it's uh, Rob like leaves the table. He's like, "Cool man, like I guess she like cool, great, like kill the dragon, I guess." Um, and so he's kind of sulking in the corner. Uh, they eventually like take out the bone dragon, and uh. Mr. Williamson like he basically goes through this whole thing describing like what happens and like the treasure that's that's like there Mm -hmm. um and they they find uh a uh they find certain things there they find a an an extraordinarily powerful crystal they find a scroll that they can't necessarily discern like what's on the scroll Mm -hmm. um and uh Brad, like, hearing about, like, the powerful crystal and realizing, like, he's a badass warlock, he's like, cool, I'm going to take the crystal, and I'm going to get out of here, you nerds. And he takes the crystal, and then Mr. Williamson describes, like, I don't think you understand what you just did. Uh, and then basically, like, he, <laughs> Brad's character, like, lifts up lifts up into the air and has braced, like, the spirit of the lich, and he's like, cool, like, you, like, you feel like the evil start, like, empowering your body. And, uh... And Tim's like, no, wait, I cast, uh, counter spell. <laughs> uh, yeah, I cast counter, I cast counter spell on the stone. Um, and, uh, Miss Williamson's like, okay, like, what does that look like? And, and Tim gets up and he sings like, he, he sings, like, he, he's like, I don't, I'm out of songs. Uh, I'll just make one up. And he sings like a really, really special and meaningful song. Of course about, he like, does. 
like what like what this game means to him and like what w- everything that like you know like all, all the friendship <laughs> yes he sings from his heart <laughs> sings from his heart and then mr williamson says you need to roll <laughs> um and he rolls um uh he rolls a nat one. <laughs> oh no no <laughs> he rolls a nat one but then the camera pans to brad and brad is crying <laughs> and brad's like mr williamson i know that's technically a fail but I think we can all agree that that worked. Um, <laughs> and, and everyone's like, everyone's at the table's like, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, basically, uh, it, uh, Mr. Williamson narrates like the spirit, you know, leaving the counter spell working and uh, Jason cast identify on the scroll and it's a scroll of wish. And, uh, um, they, they go into the whole thing of like what wish is and like what wish is capable of and what wish has the power to do. And, uh, Jason, he's like, you can, you, you could remove the enfeeblement from yourself. Uh, cause you still technically have that. The power, it's, it's not counteracting. There's a lot of things. There's so many things that you could do here to like, you could fix so many things. Mm-hmm. And Jason is like, the only thing that really matters to me is, is, uh, is the rogue and he uses the wish spell to re- re- like resurrect, uh, resurrect yeah. Rob's character. Yeah. And Rob's like, why would you do that? Like, it's fine. It's just, it doesn't, there's so many other things that you could do in this game. Like you're not thinking about the metagame. I, I think that's kind of how you write his character. He's always thinking about like the, 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 the grand scope of things. Sure. So you're not thinking about the metagame. He's like, I, I, I don't care about the metagame. Like, I care about you. He's like, you're just, like, it doesn't even matter. Like, these characters don't, like, after today, like, none of this is going to matter anymore. He's like, it's always going to matter to me. <laughs> it doesn't matter how far away we are from each other. Like, it's always going to matter. Um, and so, like, they kind of reconcile yeah. um, their differences. And then eventually, <laughs> it, like, after those kind of, like, happy endings there. Sure. Like, eventually, um uh, Rob's like, Hey man, like I think they're on a break at this point. And Rob's like, Hey man, like you're going to have to like, like it, you, you got, you got to go for it, man. Like just use the, use the game, use the game. Like you're like, here's the thing. Like Jason, you're not really that confident, but like, but like In you character. as a cleric, yeah. like you're unstoppable, man. And so eventually like he, in game like because at the break mr williamson's like oh like let's let's take five and then we'll wrap everything up sure and he basically like approaches katie's character in game right and like kind of professes his love for her but it 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 does not go well Mm -hmm. with katie um she kind of get her character gets like extraordinarily angry at his and eventually she's just like you don't she was like, uh, is she, the cleric doesn't love the fighter. Jason loves Katie. And there's a difference. And you like, you see her like lean up, like, like, and then it like cuts from the game, like to the, to the two of them and they match eyes. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I just like, don't know out of game if I'm brave enough to, to say it. And she's like, just roll for it. Oh, shut up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he rolls. And as he rolls, <laughs> she just throws the dice away and kisses him. 
And it's nice. (laughs) It's nice because love is nice. Yeah. And it's just like one of those things where it's like, I think it's like, and Mr. Williamson like wraps it all up and is like, for those of you moving on, like it's been a, it's been an honor and a pleasure being your dungeon master. But like, I'm looking forward to like the adventure that we start next year. And, and Brad is like, can I still be a warlock? And he's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Tim's like, of course, man. Like, like, (laughs) like we can't have an adventure without you. And Brad's like, Cool, man. But like, we won't tell anybody, right? And they're like, it's okay. Like, I mean, but we do have shirts. Like, yeah, yeah. Shirt. like and I, I feel like that's the kind of thing where like all of them like kind of go out for pizza that night. Like yeah. they're like one of those like pizza huts with like stain glass. Oh, and it's just old them. school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's shaped just, like a pizza hut. It's got the hut. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. got a, and it's just them just talking about their adventures and just kind of like excited for the future. And it's like you get all the adventure, you get all the D and D in there, and I feel like there's just a lot of like. This game, this game, like, brings a lot of people together. <laughs> and this game, like, really, like, I think this game has helped a lot more people than it has hurt. And, you know, in this grand stigma around Dungeons and Dragons. And I feel like this game really brings people together and, like, really, like, helps people heal. And I really want the movie to show that. I didn't really mean to get that emotional, but it's... Dungeons and Dragons means a lot to me. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons means a lot to <clears throat> millions of people. Yeah, because it's it's it, because that I, a year movie is very good. That's exactly what it should have been. That's, that's, that's right. exactly what it should have been. Because it's about it's a it it's about the game. It's, it's about not the game. about like yeah. So you can tell a rad story, and I think it's important. And I, I think your fix is maybe the right one, in that like it's important. Like yeah, like D and D's like there's some rad stuff. Yeah, but for me like. That's the heart of what it is. People are expecting this movie. Yes. But the movie they needed to see yes. is, your, is the John in two, Hughes... In the year yeah. 2000 is, is, the is John, John Hughes, Hughes Dungeons and Dragons. Dragons. That's exactly what I was going for. Yeah, I know. Well, I well was like, you're I'm based gonna, it out of Illinois, dude. Well, it's... In well, the suburbs of Chicago. I was like, oh, this is a John Hughes movie. I got, no, I Well, I, there's I also... Did you see the sprinkles of Superbad? <laughs> no. Yeah, Jason and Rob are just, are just the guys from Superbad. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, they're going to different colleges. It's like a whole thing. Ah, I know. I haven't seen yeah. Superbad in a while. Oh, yeah. It's super bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, obviously, there's a, not, there's a lot more writing in there, but I think that's... Oh, sure. It's more... But for it's, me, it's it was about... about the heart. Here's the problems, and here's how... D, like, here, here are, like... Here's where people need to be healed, and here's how D&D does that. In ways that are legitimately ways that D&D brings people together. Yeah. This is fundamentally what tabletop role-playing games are supposed to do. Yeah. They bring friends together to have yeah. fun adventures that bring people yeah. closer together. It's teamwork. It's friendship. These, even though they are made-up stories that we are telling each other yeah. over a table, using That's our imaginations, like we, we, these things mean more to us than Jason's, a lot of things. When Jason's character died in our campaign, and we all knew how much that character meant to Jason, we're, we liter- we spent... How many months campaign wise? Literally, literally crashing our way through hell to bring him back. <laughs> yeah. To the sacrifice of another character, an NPC. <laughs> yes. To, we got to, him back. We, but we got him back. We well, got him I'm back. I'm glad our DM allowed us to, like, oh, we're going on this venture and, like, we're going to get him back. Hey, but we're going like, to, hey, you know, all those resources we've been amassing for another goal? We're actually going to use them to bring Jason's character back. Yeah. Like my my character also took a turn 
with that death because I cashed in a thing yeah. that I had in my back pocket specifically for yeah. it to, we needed to because go and it, bring it, it back. It was, and honest to God, it wasn't really about it wasn't really about the character. It was more about us as uh, us as Jason's friend wanted to make sure that he got his character back. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because that was important. And I would did I wanted to know what happened next. And he, because in the moment he realized the mistake he made in the play. Oh yeah. And I oh. could, and I, Jason, oh, if you I'll never this, forget, I will never forget face, the look on his face. Yes. I and was it, like, it, I was like, some, we will do whatever it takes yes. to make sure you get Sweet Bloom back. Yes. He's our sweet boy. We love him. We love you. And we're going to get him. Yeah. There was, there was no stopping us. It's a big deal. And I, cause I remember, I remember afterwards, like, okay, I cashed my chip and the DM's like, yeah, great. We're and we're going to hell. And this is all stuff. And we're, <laughs> and we're, and we're doing stuff like, okay, we're on the adventure to get him back. Cause like, if we weren't, if we were going to be strong armed into, nope, back to the narrative, he's, the character is dead. Like I may have stopped playing. Oh, I know. Because that's not, no, no, no. This yeah. is my favorite TV show that I get to hang out with my friends every week, yeah. sometimes every other week. And we go kill st- things and have good time adventures and like this is the best part of my week. Yes. None of the main characters die in my show. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ad- adversity? Sure. Trials and absolutely. tribulations? Absolutely. Teamwork and friendship. You need to make everyone, peace with the fact that everyone somebody makes it. may die in bonus action. I know. I hope not. I hope not too, but somebody might. I know. And it'll be good TV. But we'll be really sad. If it's brick, I quit. But other than uh, that, sweeper was the brick's never gonna die. He's a sweet, sweet boy. He throws He's, too many fireballs. Everyone loves him. He's so funny. <laughs> He's the best one. And everyone loves him. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, we're getting lost in the sauce. We are a little way. bit. The Dungeons and Dragons means a lot to us. If anything, this episode for the past almost two hours at this point um, proves that like we really care about this game. Um, and it means a lot to us. And just the general being able to hang out with your friends and have adventures that are really meaningful, even though they are completely imaginary and made up and... You know, just in our brains, uh, they are some of the most important things to us in our lives. Yeah. And that's what that's why the game is important. That's why what's happening right now is is also important because it's, you know, not threatening completely because people will find a way. But just like it's kind of just like that's mean, man. Don't be mean. We're trying to this is important. to It's people. frustrating because D&D, I think, has become a has become a tentpole for a safe space and a tentpole for people who may not belong other places to find community and i just hope i i just hope that this new ogl stuff doesn't ruin that but we'll see yeah we'll, we'll see, see. well everybody thank you guys so much for listening thank you guys so much for watching thank you so much for listening you know um we love making this show and we're so glad you're here if you're listening on any of the audio formats if you wouldn't mind leaving us a uh, leaving us a review uh leave us uh what your uh what your D character is what do Ooh, you like yeah. to play what do you like to do uh if you wouldn't mind leaving us five stars down there it actually does it makes a huge difference and uh we really appreciate those that, of you that do it and also tell your friends um if you're watching this on youtube uh just remember to like subscribe and hit that bell and do that youtube that you do so well. Guacamole's extra. You you dungeon fighting weirdos, you. Um, and as we end every episode, and as it's been on my shirt the entire time, and you may not have been able to see it, this is my this was my Christmas present from producer Brian. Heartbreak feels good. 
in a place like this. It's the slow dagger from a flanking position with advantage. (laughs) And also a fury of the small. (laughs) That you don't see coming, Jay. Have a great night, you guys. Bye. Bye. Did you like my fix? That was a very good fix. I thought you were going to like it.